All right, back out of here on the fan. We again, it's Wednesdays. Fan focus, not at nine o'clock. We'll do it at ten o'clock. In the fan focus, you're going to hear Jerry Ferraro, who is in for the nine o'clock hour on the Ken and Anthony show. Let's talk to our Browns insider. His name is Daryl Ryder. Brought to you by Shopping Jewelers, Cleveland's premier jewelry store. Daryl, was Turtle your favorite Entourage character? I had no favorite Entourage character. Oh, you didn't watch Entourage? No, I didn't care. Oh, wow, really? No, didn't care. Huh. <laughs> I'm a, you, see, you seem surprised by that. I'm very Unlike you, I can be very surprised by things, and I'm very okay. surprised. I'm very yeah, surprised no. that you, you didn't, didn't watch I thought everyone in the world watched Entourage. Yeah, didn't care. Are you not an HBO guy, though? Some people are an HBO guys, and some people no, watch I everything am. HBO I just, uh, just, you know, just didn't care about Entourage. The glitz and the glam. Didn't, did, uh, you know, I tried getting into Game of Thrones, and then, you know, the whole... There, there were a couple of stories... I keep forgetting. <laughs> there are some things I can say I can't say. Yeah. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just say uh, there were certain storylines that I was not into, so I kind of, you know... Oh, all right, how about Curb could, Your Enthusiasm? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, a little Larry David. Uh, I'm going to name you my favorite HBO series, okay? Oh, please All do. Right. Uh, the Wire. Okay. Did you watch that one? I watched uh, watched The Wire. Okay, good. Fantastic. Sopranos. Okay, yep. Okay, good. So between, between really, it's all you need. If you watch The, no, if you watch I, the Succession's Wire. my all-time favorite. Succession's great. Succession, Succession's I, yes. my all-time favorite because they're all horrible human beings. There's... None of them with any redeeming qualities whatsoever in that family. Uh, it's a complete nutter train wreck, um, and that's what made it so awesome. Who's the cousin Greg of ninety two three? The fan. Oh, <laughs> oh, I am not answering that. You thought of somebody though. That's uh, the best part of that. Yes, you I thought, immediately. <laughs> I am not answering that. Oh, what a great show that is! Bore oh, on the floor. It is. It is. It is absolutely a fantastic show. And you know, it snuck up on us because there was there was billions, which was like the. It, it, it tried to be a version of Billions, and then, honestly, it just overtook what Billions was. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In the um, era of power moves, it just kind of found its own sweet spot. Yeah, and like I said, you just you never knew who was coming uh, coming out on top. They were all backstabbing each other. You couldn't trust anyone. Like, it just, it was, it was, it was uh, as I like to say, diabolically delicious. Yes, and even though it didn't need it, it really didn't need it, I do love when a, a series ends on a, on a, what I believe to be a very, it, I'm not going to call it special, but it, it was definitely a surprise, and it definitely was satisfying for me, the viewer. And so when it ended, when it ended the way that it did, it was the cherry on top of the Sunday that I just and I just it, I just couldn't believe bolted. the backside kisser Tom ended up with everything. I mean, that was so great, though. It had to be that way. <laughs> it had I mean, it had to be that way. I mean, really, like, um, yeah, I just. Yeah, the way because the that way was the beautiful that ended, thing about it, like between between every one of the the two sons and, the, and obviously then Shiv attached to it as well. Right. Every one of every one of his kids, they were all bumbling idiots, is what you eventually yes. learned. They were all stupid, but for three seasons we and didn't they were know all just how horrible they were. human beings. Yes, too. and so it was just a, a, a fantastical combination of being incredibly stupid but incredibly evil. And it was just the a, a combination of all of that, that, and then and you know ends up the way that it does. It was fantastic. I think you're Connor Roy. Oh, you know what? Uh, you know, uh, Parma Parmazone. I, I would take it. I would take it in a second. 
You're a little young, but a little young. You know, you're you're Connor Roy running for president on a uh, on a on a platform that nobody would care <laughs> that about. Nobody cares about. Wait a minute, Connor's running for president. <laughs> it's so good. He's got so many one good of the lines. great lines in that. Show. Connor's running for president. Uh, like Connor, none of my family also respects me. So uh, it's very very dead on, Daryl. Very dead on. All right, let's talk. Uh, hey, no Manning cast, by the way, for the Steelers-Browns on Monday Night Football. Are you a Manning cast guy? I am. I love the Manning cast. I felt bad for him on Monday night you know when, what? when uh, Rodgers I, got injured. I, it, hit me to, it hit me yesterday. I think ESPN needs an uncensored channel. They need a rated R channel where guys can say whatever they want to say. Uh, and, you know... I think I think you know. Put the Pat McAfee show on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't like censored Pat McAfee. Um, uh, put the let the Mannings be on that. Um, I, I'm all in favor for un- uncensored uh, rated R play by play too. But again, it has to be on its own channel. I'm not advocating for like regular broadcast network TV stuff. Yeah. But but like yeah, do I like, like a uh, do like a, a subscription based. Here is the un. Call it ESPN Unfiltered or something like and that. And anyone that's on that channel knows you're going to get some bad language. That's the deal yes, with the and, channel. and yeah, I mean, going in, you know, you you have the disclaimers there, and you know what you're going to get on that particular. Oh, Charles Barkley would be amazing. Where it becomes your fault if you're on there and you hear cursing and you're upset because it's like they. This is what this channel is. Yeah, like I, I, I honestly. It's like if you think, went to Cinemax after eleven o'clock when I was a child, you knew I, what you, you know were getting what? into. You know what? I I really wish I was Logan Roy Rich right now because I would start up the first uh, cable slash streaming all sports unfiltered broadcast channel. I think come for I think, the analysis, stay for the profanity. I that think, would be the slogan. And, and you could get guys like Barkley for cheap because they they just want to be unfiltered. Yeah, well, I don't know if you get Barkley. For I mean, cheap, I'm not saying like pennies on the dollar, but I'm saying relative to what he gets. You tell me there aren't broadcasters out there that would take a fraction less, so they could be able to swear. Like Pat McAfee is a great example of this. McAfee was able to do whatever he wanted on the YouTube. Yeah, but he got side 85 million for from ESPN took a over five big years. Big payday, there. big payday. But his show is taking an obvious hit because of that. It's not as authentic to what it was. Yeah, he seems well. like anytime they censor it to his fan base, and I don't watch McAfee the way that I know a lot of people do. He's very popular, but his I think fan he's base, fantastic. I think he's very good at what he does. I just don't. It's not my type of radio show. By the way, uh, Wyatt Teller, tons of love on the Pat McAfee show. Are they big on Wyatt Teller? Oh, uh, well, considering he buried a Bengal three weeks into the future, yeah, <laughs> on one block alone, yeah, yeah, I. I started. I, I watched. I watched him in his very, very, very beginning, right? And in the very beginning, when he was trying to figure everything out, and obviously he's got talent. Everyone knows he's got talent. I caught a little bit of it the other day, though. Just a little bit. He's no Jonathan Peter, then, though. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they say. That's that's what they that's what they always say. I I just I take in so much radio. You know, I need to I need to go circle back around the block and see if McAfee's changed a little bit in the previous couple years. He just he he involves way too many random people for me. I think that's the part. He relies on too many other people. I think I wish if it was more just more straight up him is what I would say on that. Gotcha. Maybe he's there, though. Maybe he's there. Maybe maybe it was just a young part of him, and then he had to grow into the part where it's like, hog the mic a little bit more, Pat. Hog, hog the- <laughs> we care about you, not your 12 people involved in the show. Yeah, well, you know. It's organic. That's a great gig, by the way, though. If you could be like one of Pat McAfee's like side hype men, 
where you just do the chance when he wants to do the chance, and then you throw in an, an obvious quip whenever he needs something to launch so off. So basically, of. what you're saying is our morning show would fit perfectly in his. Uh, I I agree with that. I agree okay. with that. And by the way, I'll be in uh, with Ken on Friday morning. So wish me luck. Uh, well, I guess I'll be talking to you on Friday morning. Yeah, that's. I will do my best to make sure we don't go viral and end up on awful announcing. Three times in one week, me and you doing an interview together, huh? D- 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 depending on how much you try and troll me during the interview. We should set up a bit right now where we just both lose it on each other on Friday. <laughs> and, and Ken does not know that we're doing it. Knock it off, Peterlin. <laughs> not in the mood. And then I just go and I start yelling back at you. And then we just get really involved in it. And it got, it's got to be over something really, really stupid. You know, the Denzel Ward stuff was serious a little bit. I think yeah. we should do it over like... Right. I, I don't know. <laughs> something like uh, whether or not they really got the, the midfield logo right or something. Yeah, like something yeah, but, yeah, but here's stupid. the thing. I, I don't feel like any Friday phone calls. That's the problem. Well, maybe. All right. Maybe we make it about. Uh, well, we'll we'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. Yeah, I don't, we I don't want any Friday it, phone yeah. calls either. Yeah, those are uh, I have a no phone call, no meeting policy on Friday. That's a great policy. I want to be done by 10, <laughs> by 10 o'clock and then I'm out the door. There's no doubt. No, about you want to be out the door at 9. Show ends at 9.55. You're out the door at 9.56. I'll always stay and talk to Baskin That's kind of how they do it, don't they, right? They, they do it. I, I'll okay. always stay and talk to Baskin and Phelps. I like to check in and see how they're doing. I don't get how to see very, how, how very kind of you. I don't get to see him that much. I saw Phelps the other day. It's, it's, it's always good to uh, hang around and see how the dads of the station are doing. <laughs> hey, let me ask you something away from the Browns really quickly. Uh, did you see the story with Baker Mayfield? Uh, no, I saw, I just opened my X or Twitter or whatever we're calling this thing. And I saw that he's trending. So let me see here, uh, about being a Texas Rangers fan, not a Houston Astros fan. Not that I would not bring that up. <laughs> I, would, um, I would not bring that up. He, he told, he told the bucks that he knew all the Vikings defensive signals. Oh, okay. And it, it kind of makes me wonder, like, like it's weird. he's celebrating it, like, oh, I was so smart. And a lot of people around the internet are like, wow, Baker's still got it. What a genius he is. He he got all their signals. And I'm like, wait a second. If you know their defensive signals, how'd you only beat them by a touchdown? Oh, okay. So here's what he said. Okay, now I'm now I'm getting it because, uh, you know, it, it's my day off. So I did not spend the day on uh Perfectly acceptable. Yeah. Uh, he said, I know I'm in Tampa, but I'm a Texas Rangers fan, not a Houston Astros fan, so we're not going to condone that. That was his, I guess, his response on picking up signals from the Well, look, as long as you're not banging on any trash cans or, you know. Uh, <laughs> this is great. This is great. I'm, I'm, I'm actually disappointed in myself that I missed out on this fun earlier today. Can I give you a, a little bit of Twitter life advice when it comes to trending things? You don't want to trend? Not that. I, I will I say I'm, etern- I'm, etern- I I'm eternally grateful I was not trending last Friday. That would have been hysterical. I thought for sure. Dude, I thought for sure because the you know we got so many views on the uh, the video. You know we had to give the people what they wanted. Uh, so uh, <clears throat> management went ahead and posted the video after you know it went viral. Apparently we were yeah. on Texas radio this week or something. Um, but. Uh, yeah, you, you you don't want to end up on Deadspin, TMZ, awful announcing, and you do not want to trend on X slash Twitter or whatever the hell we're calling Elon Musk's platform this day, these days. So, um, but I thought for sure last week I would trend, and I did not trend, and I am uh, I am eternally grateful and relieved. When David Bell is trending, they're talking about the Reds manager, not the Browns receiver. By the way, uh, <clears throat> can I share this text message on the air? 
Uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Uh, w- apparently, we have a 10:01 Friday meeting with the boss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we 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 walked Thanks, into that one. Thanks, Jonathan. We, See what you did here. That's on you me. Know? That's that's Jeez, on me. Oh man. I'll you know, <laughs> trying to have a quiet day off, and you got me a 10:01 a.m. meeting with the boss. Good, terrible job out of you. David Bell targeted once, only once in that game. Oh, boo-hoo. You're really upset because David Bell only got one target. No, I'm not upset. I'm just, I okay. find it interesting. I, I We've talked about the receiver breakdown with targets for so long this offseason. I thought it was pretty fascinating. How that- many players got targets Sunday? Nine. Okay. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of targets. That's a lot of players. Right. And you're crying over David Bell getting one target. Why? No, I just think it speaks to what they think about David Bell in a way. No, I think it speaks to just, you know, the A, the conditions, B, uh, the fact that they've got other guys in front of him. He's like the fifth receiver on the roster, dude. I know. That's what they think about him. That's where he's at. Let me well, ask you. Let me ask but, you about- but, but if you looked at what else is on the roster, why would they? Th- why? Why? Who? Who? Who would you rather be the fifth receiver instead of David? Oh, Bell? listen, I'm not. I'm not sticking up for David Bell. That's oh, not, okay. That's not what I'm I trying thought, to do. I thought you were fighting for on behalf no, of I just, David Bell. We mentioned here. him at the Reds manager, and I just thought it was interesting that David oh. Bell had only gotten one target. Oh, okay. I'm not. I'm not even advocating for more or, or anything. Okay. I'm just. I just, I'm just, it, I'm just making sure. It's a question we had throughout. Maybe the we year. need to fight over that and have a viral moment over that. That could be it. You want to get really <laughs> impassioned over David Bell? I'm in. Hey, let me ask you no, this. No, I'm sorry. David Bell is not worth fighting over. <laughs> <laughs> as how, much as I love David Bell, not worth fighting over. How much confidence should Browns fans have taking on the Steelers in Monday Night Football? Oh, this should be as confident as they've ever been. You kidding me? Uh, That's going to be see. our headline right there. You want to stand one, by that one? As confident as they've ever been? Uh, one. Uh, right. they ended the, uh, the home opener losing streak, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 2004, got to go back to there. Haven't won in Pittsburgh since 2003 in the regular season. I know they won the playoff game that I didn't think they were going to win, but they did. Blew them out. But, um, I, I, I watched the Steelers game three times. I watched three, the, the three copies. I watched the regular copy. I watched the condensed copy. I watched the all 22 and I, my compliments to the San Francisco 49ers. That, that was one hellacious beatdown of the mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers. My compliments to the 49ers. Also, um, a, a reminder, the 49ers are also on the Brown schedule. So, good news, they beat the you-know-what out of the Steelers. The bad news, uh, they're on the Brown schedule this year, too. So <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. I'm not thinking about that. I asked people yesterday what the auto loss would be because I couldn't find one. Yeah, the 49ers. And, and that was the response I kept getting yeah. back was the 49ers four, was the four, one. Yeah, 49ers is an auto loss. I went ahead and turned that Jets. I don't uh, look at it that way, though. I don't. Okay, well, I got I, I flipped the Jets uh, outcome. That's a win, so th- they might win 12 games this year now. Here we go. I, I might have shorted them. I had them at 10 and 7, and then I'm thinking, okay, they might go 11. Seven. They might win 12 games now. Here we go, uh, Daryl. Here we yeah. go. Yeah, yeah. Still not going to win the division. but I had him at 11 wins, and I, I had a genuine thought on Sunday. Did, did my bird brain short them out on some wins? I was well, like, I, it's incredible. Yeah, I'll play the schedule game here with you. Uh, they're yeah, going to beat the Steelers. That's 2-0. and And it gets easier as you, as you move forward. Yeah, I don't know about that. I, I think the Titans is winnable. There. That's 3-0. Yeah. Uh, I'll say they'll lose to the Ravens, okay? They'll lose okay. to the Ravens. That'll be their first loss going into the bye. They're 3-1, right? Come out. All right, San Francisco's going to come into town, slap them around a little bit. So I'll say that they are uh, three and two, right? Uh-huh, yeah. Colts win. Uh, trip to Seattle. That that that's a toughie. Seattle uh, looked and, awful and in Week One. Yeah, you can't win them all. So I'll say that's a loss. So where are we at? Uh, four and two. Yeah. Uh, well, four and three. Because four and three. Because you had them losing the Ravens. And okay. The so four and three. All right. Uh, five. Uh, five and three. Because uh, the Cardinals. That's a bye week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say that they split with the Ravens this year. So that's, uh, what, uh, six and three? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, sweep the Steelers, seven and three. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Denver, that's eight and three. Yep. Uh, Rams, that's nine and three. Yep. Jaguars, I'm going to go uh, nine and four. Yeah, I had that in, in my own schedule game like four months ago. I, I like Jackson. Like, yeah, very good team. Bears, 10 and four. Yep. Houston, 11 and four. Jets, 12 and four. Bengals, 12 and five. Mm. There you are. Music to my ears, Daryl. All right. Well, we'll workshop our fight, and I will talk to okay. you on fight, and I will talk to okay. you 